And welcome back, or welcome to Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League podcast. I'm Tyler Wood, your host of the pod and commissioner of the league. It's October 6th, week four is complete, and we're almost to the halfway point of the season. And just like projected, it's going to be another tight race for the John Denver Trophy in 2020. Let's start off the pod by recapping some of the injury news around the league real quick. We'll start with myself. Running back Chris Carson survived a late first-half concussion evaluation and ended up returning in the second half on Sunday. Running back Nick Chubb has been placed on injured reserve and will miss several weeks. Chubb left Sunday's game against Dallas with an MCL injury. ESPN's Adam Schefter said Chubb could be out as long as six weeks. For Chris, newly acquired wide receiver Chris Godwin has yet to resume practicing. With less than 48 hours till Tampa's Thursday evening showdown, Godwin is in great danger of missing his second straight game. We should know Godwin's final status by Wednesday's injury report, though it's possible the Bucks stretch him out to a game-time decision. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports tight end Noah Fant will be sidelined for week five with an ankle injury, and running back Christian McCaffrey will be out at least one more week. Panthers head coach Matt Rule said McCaffrey is attacking rehab every day on his way back from a week two ankle injury. It looks like CMC could be active for Carolina's week six game against the Bears, or he could return the following week against New Orleans. For Luke... Rams coach Sean McVay said he expects running back Cam Akers to return in week five. Akers' rib ailment was serious enough to sideline him for two weeks. For Bryson, recently acquired wide receiver Julio Jones did not come out of the locker room for the second half of the Falcons' week four game against the Packers last night. Jones was given the all-clear to play after missing last week against the Bears but his hammy clearly is not close to 100% after battling it over the summer and then re-aggravating it in week two. For Christian, running back Leonard Fournette will be a game-time decision on Thursday night. Fournette did not practice on Tuesday, and Coach Bruce Arian said he will try to get some reps in on Wednesday. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports running back Austin Eckler suffered a grade two hamstring strain in week four. He's expected to miss four to six weeks, but this is a positive spin on what the team initially thought as Eckler was carted off the field and rumored to have a serious injury. For Eric, wide receiver Mike Evans did not participate in Tuesday's practice. The short week could wreak havoc, but we expect Evans to be out there. We'll know more tomorrow. Wide receiver KJ Hamler was held out of Tuesday's practice. It's our first Hamler update since he departed last Thursday night. Today is not an official practice ahead of Sunday's return, so the Broncos do not have to issue an injury report that will come tomorrow on Wednesday. As of now, Hamler is looking doubtful to suit up. Now let's move on to the Week 4 reviews. And we're going to start with our Week 4 game of the week as number 2 Dylan was the only ranked team to escape this weekend. He defeated Dave 135.84 to 114.76 in the closest matchup of the weekend for Dillon and the Storm Chasers. Russell Wilson had two touchdowns, but Teddy Bridgewater was the star signal caller in this one 
as he led the team going 26 of 37 for 276 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, while adding 32 rushing yards and a touchdown, scoring 26.24 to finish as QB4 on the week. For the running backs, Alvin Kamara finished at RB9, Clyde Edwards-Elaire and Robinson, they all scored in double figures, but just one touchdown coming from the running backs, and that was Alvin Kamara. Robbie Anderson led the receivers with eight catches from 99 yards, but neither him or Tyler Lockett added a touchdown. Mark Andrews finished as tight end three with just three catches, but 57 yards and two touchdowns. And then the Jets finished as the fifth-ranked defense in their loss on Thursday night. One milestone for the Storm Chasers as Dylan passes Nathan and Chris and moves into a tie with Eric for fifth in Game of the Week wins with four. Now I move on to Dave and the Big Red Machine. Quarterback Drew Brees had two touchdowns. Kyler Murray finished as the quarterback nine with three touchdowns. Running back Devin Singletary led the led the backfield with 55 yards and a touchdown. Came down with five catches and 21 yards, scoring 16.1. Taylor and Wilson combined for just 10 points. Amari Cooper led the scoring as he finished as the wide receiver three on the week with 12 catches for 134 yards, one touchdown, one two-point conversion, scoring 27.4. The 49ers defense and special teams ended up finishing number four on the week with one interception, three sacks, and 19 points allowed, scoring eight points. Three milestones for Dave as he picked up his 40th career century mark game, being the fourth coach to do so. He also surpassed 8,000 career regular season points scored, being the sixth coach to reach that mark. And then Dave passed Ryan for sole possession of fourth in Game of the Week appearances with 11. And Game 2 sees our first upset of the week as Eric is the lone road team to win this week, defeating number 1 Christian 135.94 to 81.68 as we no longer have any undefeateds left just four weeks into the season. A couple of weekly awards handed out here as Eric put together a perfect possible lineup and was tabbed as the Coach of the Week while Christian put together just 78% of a perfect possible lineup and was tabbed as the worst coach in Week 4. We'll start with Eric and the Rampage. Patrick Mahomes, two touchdowns from the quarterback position. Todd Gurley led the running backs with 57 yards, two touchdowns, and one catch for six yards, scoring 18.8, while Zeke added in 16.5. Mike Evans led the team in scoring and also finished as the wide receiver seven. He had seven catches for 122 yards and a touchdown, scoring 21.7. Emmanuel Sanders added six for 93, and DK Metcalf's Metcalf also scored in double figures. Gronk added 3.4 from the tight end slot, and the Chiefs' defense was tabbed as our defense and special teams of the week as they finished number one with three picks, two sacks, one fumble recovery, a touchdown, and just 10 points allowed. One milestone for Eric on the weekend as he picked up his 40th career win, being the seventh coach to do so. For Christian, as he sees his career-long win streak snapped, 
And he was also tabbed as the underachiever of the week, scoring 38% below his projection total of 131. Aaron Rodgers finished as the QB3, going 27 of 33 for 327 yards and four tutties, adding five rushing yards, scoring 29.58 to lead the team in scoring. Phillip Rivers also added a touchdown for the quarterbacks. Austin Eckler and Kenyon Drake combined for just under 5.5 points. Allen Robinson led the wide receivers. He finished at wide receiver 10 with seven catches for 101 and a touchdown. Calvin Ridley goosed on Monday Night Football. Travis Kelsey had a down game but still finished as the tight end 10. And the Broncos defense had a down game as well but also finished as the 10th best defense and special teams. And game three, Luke goes on the road and upsets number three, Braden, 167.72 to 125.12. We'll start with Luke. Quarterback Lamar Jackson had an off day. It feels weird saying that because he still scored 25 points. He finished at QB6 with three total touchdowns, and Jared Goff also added in a touchdown for the quarterbacks. Joe Mixon was tabbed as the running back of the week, finishing as the top running back with 151 rushing yards and two touchdowns, while also adding six catches for 30 yards and another score. He put up 39.1. Josh Jacobs added 8.8 as well. Odell Beckham Jr. was tabbed as the wide receiver of the week, finishing at number one with five catches for 81 yards and two touchdowns, while adding 73 rushing yards and another score. So he put up 35.9. C.D. Lamb finished as the wide receiver five. He had five catches for 79 and two touchdowns. He also added three rushing yards, scoring 22.7. And DeAndre Hopkins added 7.6. Zach Ertz added just under five from the tight end slot at 4.9. And the Los Angeles Rams defense finished at number three this week as they had one pick, five sacks, and just nine points allowed. Three milestones for Luke. As he passes Mitchell and moves into sole possession of 17th and wins with three. Luke moves into a tie with Aaron and Miranda for 15th and century mark games with four. And then Luke set a franchise scoring record and moves into sixth all time in that category. For Braden and the Senators, quarterbacks Josh Allen had a solid day, finishing at QB5 with three total touchdowns, leading the squad in scoring. With 25.42, Nick Mullins also added a touchdown. The running backs were solid as Melvin Gordon finished as RB3 with 107 yards, two touchdowns, with two catches and 11 yards. Aaron Jones also finished at RB7 with 71 yards, five catches for 40 yards and a touchdown. Just one touchdown from Tyreek Hill among the three receivers played. And Darren Waller. Had a down day, but still finished as the tight end seven. And our third and final upset of the weekend comes in game four as Bryson defeats number four, Chris, 173.24 to 137.38 as Bryson is the high scorer of the weekend and also tabbed as the overachiever of the week, scoring 28% more than his projection of 135. 
Bryson also snapped his four-game losing streak while getting in the win column in 2020. And we'll go ahead and start with Bryson and the Warhounds. Two good outings from the quarterbacks as Ryan Fitzpatrick went 29 of 45 for 315. Two picks, he added 47 rushing yards, a touchdown, a two-point conversion. Gardner Minshew, 27 of 40 for 351. Two touchdowns, one interception while rushing for nine yards. They both combined for 41. Dalvin Cook finished as the RB2 with 130 yards and two rushing scores. He also added two catches for 16 yards. Miles Sanders added in 8.6 points. Adam Thielen led the receiving core, finishing as the wide receiver six. He had eight catches for 114 yards and a touchdown, adding eight rushing yards. Will Fuller finished as the wide receiver nine with six catches, 108 yards and a touchdown. And Kenny Galladay had a solid day, adding a touchdown as well. George Kittle was tabbed as the tight end of the week, finishing at number one as he caught 15 balls for 183 yards and one touchdown while adding eight rushing yards, scoring a whopping 32.6 as he led the team in scoring. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense finished at number eight this week. They did have a down game, though. Two milestones for Bryson as he has tied Braden again for first all-time in wins with 51, and Bryson also set a franchise scoring record dating back to week three of 2019. For Chris and the Hellcats, Dak Prescott tabbed as the quarterback of the week, finishing at number one. He led the team in scoring as he was 41 of 58 for 502 passing yards, four tutties, one interception, two two two-point conversions, and 12 rushing yards, And he also had a fumble, but he scored 37.28 points. Justin Herbert finished a solid day for the quarterback room, finishing at quarterback nine. He was 20 of 25 for 290 and three touchdowns, one pick, and 14 rushing yards. Mike Davis led the backfield, finishing at RB8 with 84 yards and a rushing touchdown while adding five catches for 27 yards. Cooper Cup led the receivers with five catches for a nice 69 yards. One touchdown and minus two rushing yards. The Colts defense and special teams finished at number six this week in a solid game as they had one pick and one sack. And finally, game five was myself with the blowout of the weekend, 132.74 to 69.64 over Ryan, who's now lost a career-high seven straight games, which moves him into a tie for the second longest streak ever. And I'm also 9-2 and all-time against Ryan now. And we'll go ahead and start with my Turnertown Wolves. Matthew Stafford finished at QB10, going 17-31 of 31 for 206 yards and three touchdowns. One pick, one two-point conversion, and 21 rushing yards. Deshaun Watson also scored 20 and added two touchdowns. Chris Carson finished at RB4, 80 yards, two rushing touchdowns, three catches for 20 yards. Ronald Jones, 111 rushing yards, 6 catches and 17 yards, and Nick Chubb added 4.3 before leaving with injury. DJ Chark finished at wide receiver 4 as he went 8 for 95 and 2 touchdowns, leading the team in scoring. And Terry McLaurin added 10 catches for 118 yards. Tyler Higby had 3.6 from the tight end slot, and the Chargers defense goosed, but they did add a touchdown. For Ryan... 
Derek Carr led the team in scoring, going 32 of 44 for 311 and two touchdowns. He also had 20 rushing yards and a fumble, scoring 20.44. Joe Burrow did add a touchdown for the quarterbacks. The three running backs, Henderson, Hines, and Thompson, combined for just nine, as Chris Thompson did goose. Julian Edelman and Hunter Renfro combined for 13 for the receivers. TJ Hawkinson had a down game, but did finish as the tight end eight. And now to wrap up the pod, we'll move on to the week five standings. Dylan moved up one spot to number one with a 94% chance to make the playoffs. Luke was the biggest mover, moving up four with an 81% chance to make it. Christian moves down two with a 37% chance. Braden down one to fourth at 57%. Eric up two to fifth, 39%. Chris down two to sixth, just 3%. Dave down two to seventh at 39%. I stayed in eighth at 19% chance to make the playoffs. Bryson stayed in ninth at 32%. And Ryan stayed at 10th at less than 1%. Pigskin pick a mini game on ESPN. I took the third win in four weeks, so I went 10-5 and five this week, very profitable. Bringing my total wins to 35, sitting in the 82% category. Braden finished in second, also profitable this week, going 8-7, and seven, and bringing his win total to 30, sitting at 49%. Chris had zero again this week. He's sitting at 12 at 21%. And finally, our week five game of the week is heading to Martinsburg, West Virginia for number one, 3-1 Dylan at number three, 3-1 Christian. A battle of the Buchanan hometown boys. And that's going to do it for us here on episode 31 of Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League podcast. We got waiver wire tomorrow. We got Bears and Bucks kicking off week five on Thursday night. College football on Saturday, and I'll see you guys on Sunday morning. Peace out.